All right, it's a horrible story. It's left the city shaken today. Um, news of a man pushed to his death in front of a subway at uh, Young and Bloor Station, and police have charged a 57-year-old man with first-degree murder in connection with that incident. And the talk today is, should we consider um, maybe putting up barriers at TTC stations? So Chris and I were talking off the air, and they've done this at the Up Express. If you go to get on the Up Express, it's covered in glass, and the the train pulls up to... um, Areas that are designated for, for the doors. You stand on the platform. The doors then open. The glass doors open on the train and they open on the platform. So you actually can't jump in front of a train. You can't be pushed in front of a train. Here's what John Tory said about the idea of installing barriers. In the end, um, this is a huge uh, undertaking uh, for us to do if we did it retroactively to all the existing subways, and the question would arise as to how we would pay for it. We have money that has been allocated to us for state of good repair, but also for new transit projects, and um, this would cost, by most estimates we see, sort of you know well north of a billion dollars. I stand by the vote that I cast, which was to ask the TTC to consider this uh, for purposes of both existing subway infrastructure and uh, new construction, because I think... Um, you know, when we're losing the number of lives we are, we owe it to the city and to its population and to people who are troubled uh, to to take a really serious look at this. Steve Monroe joins us right now. He's a transit advocate. He's been on the show before. Steve, thanks for being here. You're welcome. So what do you think of the mayor? I mean, he sounds like he likes the idea, but doesn't know how they're going to pay for it. A billion, uh, usually, you know, if they're starting at about a billion dollars, you know, it always goes over budget. Well, uh, Brad Ross from the TTC did an interview this morning where he was talking about a billion and a half. Um, and there's actually more involved because part of uh, putting in platform doors also involves <clears throat> installing new automatic train control system on, on both main lines. Now, Young will be finished that process late in 2019. Bloor is just in the early design stages and isn't slated to be done until the mid-2020s. And then you have to have trains on the Bloor line that can run with automatic train control. So there's a whole lot of, there's kind of a cascade of things that have to happen uh, before you're even in a position to to be starting to put uh, platform doors on the two major lines in the system. A total of 45 people attempted suicide on the TTC last year uh, alone. 19 of them died um, beyond, you know, stopping people from ending their lives in a horrific way. Um, you know, we heard we saw that uh, one man wanted to end his life and, and a TTC worker last year. He he was going viral, this video of him talking him off the tracks, which was just remarkable. So we know this happens. It's a horrible thing. But um is there any other, beyond the possibility of death, any other reason for putting in barriers? Well, uh, one of the things the TTC often cites is the question of, um, of garbage that accumulates on the track, uh, you know, that blows off the platform and onto the track, and that's, that's an issue. Um, you know, they cite track fires and things like that. It, they, there's a question in my mind of how many of the track fires are from things like garbage, some of the worst ones they've had have been from old electrical cables that, you know, date back 50 years to when the subway was built that that are worn out and smoldering. Uh, there have been cases where TTC workers have left stuff in the tunnel that has that has caught fire. Um, it's not, you know, it's, it's not going to solve everything. Uh, I think one of the things that, that I found bothersome about the debate, uh, a lot of the discussion coming from yesterday's event, is that... Um, 
there's there's kind of a flavor of the week to the story and and I don't want to sound callous but mm-hmm. you know we are less than a week from a point where there was a great hue and cry about a bicyclist's death on Bloor Street about a block away from where the mayor lives and to, just today there was a vote of the executive to put some more money into improved uh, street safety for pedestrians and bicyclists um, a little over a month ago, someone drove a van onto the sidewalk in North York as a murder weapon. So there's there's a whole raft of issues where people say, do something, and it's this week's issue, and then something happens next week, and it's gone. Uh, and what I worry about is that is that we kind of lose sight of, of the, the various layers of things that we should be focusing on in terms of improving public safety, uh, improving public services. And, uh, and in some cases, you know, there's some things you just can't prevent. And, and there's a, we have to have a recognition of that, too. So are you saying that, you know, all of these topics, you know, well, we get very passionate about them on, a, you know, this day and then we move on to something else. It just becomes noise. It, it, it just becomes noise. And, and it's very, very frustrating. Um, I'm, I kind of waffle back and forth, even on the platform door question, because it is a very long-term expensive project. And the argument can be made, well, we have to start somewhere. And that there's no question about that. Uh, we're in a very different situation with an existing subway with uh, close to 70 stations, well, over 70 stations now that the Spadina subway extension has opened. Uh, to do a retrofit of an existing system is a much bigger task, much more complex than a line that's been built new. Uh, Many of the lines that are shown as examples having platform doors were built with platform doors. So right. There's, there's, I mean, one, one of the points that, that Brad Ross made this morning is that there are structural issues in subway stations just physically to put the door, the door mechanisms on the platforms. And then, of course, you have to time the, the trains. Well, they, they, it's not a question of timing the trains, but the trains have to stop accurately so the doors of the trains line up with the doors of the platforms, and this ties in with the automatic train control system. You know what I'm thinking about, too, the crush for people trying to get on? Like I'm just like, like thinking about how crowded Bloor is, Young and Bloor, and if people are all trying to push to get in. I know there's that, that's the situation with doors anyways, but then you add that extra barrier... Well, I'm not sure that the the extra barrier makes that much difference because the barrier would sit um, on the part of the platform. You know where there's the yellow strip, mm-hmm. it's the, the knobbled strip that's the edge of the platform? Right. People really shouldn't be crowding that close to the edge of the platform anyway um, of, you know, when trains are coming in because they're just too close to the tracks. So, um, the, I mean, the larger question is one of how we increase a combination of subway capacity and subway reliability. I mean, yesterday was kind of a perfect storm where there was the murder at Blur Blur Young Station and there was at the same time a suicide on the Young Line. So basically they lost both major subway lines at the same time. the, and certainly the argument can be made if there were platform doors at both of those stations, neither of those incidents would have happened. Uh, but those are, those are worst cases, and there are many other cases where subway service, it's not as major a disruption, but in the middle of the rush hour, all you need is, you know, like a 10-minute delay somewhere from something. Um, and, and You've got mayhem on the platform. mayhem on the platform. So, 
um, it's 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 a hard it's a hard debate. It's a hard question of do we spend the money? Um, you know, let's face it. There is not a whole pile of money sitting around to build. You know, every time someone totes up the the the, the shopping list. Uh, there's a lot more on that list than there's money to build it, and our platform doors what we want to choose to to do it with, and it's a, it's a long-term commitment because it's going to take a long time to implement, uh, you know, because of all the other dependent pieces, particularly on the Bloor line, where where it won't be until the mid 2020s. Well, Steve, I, I appreciate you being on and your expertise. I got to wrap things up because John Oakley takes over next, but thank you so much for being here. You are very welcome. Cheers, that's Steve Monroe, who's a transit expert.